CW are just trying to win the time slot war with Supergirl Radio. Supergirl Radio is going live every night of the week. How do you like it? Is being, becoming a human burrito a plus or a minus? I don't know. It does seem snug. I mean, they say you are what you eat. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena Luther boardroom or ballroom. Because really? She looks like a boss in this coat. Nasty Luther, like a different Luther. It's not just Lena being mean. No. <laughs> Helen Slater here. It's so fun to know that you're hosting a podcast called Supergirl Radio. Supergirl Radio, your source for all things related to the CW Supergirl TV series and the character of Kara Zor-El. My name is Rebecca Johnson. I'm Morgan Glennon. And for this episode of the podcast, we wanted to share a chat we had with Ozzy Tesfai, who plays Kelly Olsen and Guardian on a Supergirl. So, uh, Morgan, we, we didn't have a lot of time with her, but we did uh, get to ask her some very important questions and uh, dig into some really very important Guardian topics that, that we specifically wanted to ask her about. Yeah, I think we asked her some hard-hitting questions, to be honest. I think we we came out of the gate strong, uh, and we asked her the important stuff. Um, maybe maybe we talked about the News Gal Legion. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a Supergirl radio interview, so you know it got weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we talked, we, we introduced her to the Newsboy Legion, the News Gal Legion idea, and uh, she uh, was really impressed. She had a lot of uh, comic book knowledge of Guardian. She, yeah, she, she was just dropping the comic book knowledge before we even asked her anything. Yeah, so that was that was pretty impressive. And so uh, we had a good chat with Ozzy, got to ask her a little bit about the writing process and the Guardian suit. Uh, so please enjoy this uh, very, very Supergirl radio uh, chat with Ozzy Tesfai that inc- might include Snap Judgments. Welcome to Supergirl Radio, Ozzy. Thank you so much for being with us today. We know uh, you have a really big episode of Supergirl airing on September 21st titled Blind Spots that features the debut of Kelly Olsen as guardians. So uh, we're really excited about it. So thank you for uh, joining us today. Thanks for having me. And uh, that debut uh, includes the reveal of Kelly's guardian suit. And uh, we're very interested in that because we don't get a chance to look at them up close and we don't get to wear them. Uh, so, <laughs> so we are curious about the suit. So what was the process like to develop Kelly Olson's guardian suit? And uh, are there any like really cool things about it that we should know? Yeah, I mean, we were lucky that we had a, a good amount of time to do it. I think we had about six months to develop it. And actually, we had started the measurement process in L.A. a couple of years before when they first decided to make Kelly Guardian. But with the pandemic and everything, it was it was pushed. Um, so we had a good six months from the first sketch uh, to design the suit. And um I had a list of things that I wanted, and I was <laughs> really lucky that um, – it, they all got checked. You know, I, I really hoped for a half helmet and we worked with Ironhead, which is the incredible super suit designers that have done both, you know, the first Black Panther and the second one, they did Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman suit. I got to go Whoa. for this. Yeah. I mean, I was doing my fittings and there was a Wolverine in a Batman costume. It was pretty humbling and incredible. Um, and so they, designed the suit and and once they let me know that they can make the half helmet work logistically that it would stay on my head uh then we made it gold 
which felt very exciting to keep it uh, comic accurate. I am a huge fan of the um, second iteration of Guardian with Malcolm Duncan, who was married to Bumblebee. And so a lot of costume was a tribute to the two of them because they're like my couple goals. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, Yeah, we... Yeah, we 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 have a little Mal Duncan. There's 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 a couple of iterations of Mal Duncan. So there's uh the Mal Duncan that you're probably familiar with, and then there's also a Mal Duncan named Hornblower or the Herald in the comics. Um, so yeah, Mal Duncan is one of the uh, one of the Guardians. That's really cool that you know about that. I do. I, I I'm a big I'm a huge Bumblebee fan. So for me, uh, I was like, this seems like a really healthy partnership, and I went to the deep dive. So then when this came about, I was like, oh, I I, I wanted pay homage to the two of them um and then once we did the half helmet we were like well she's she's so visual uh as a as a black female superhero and we got to lean into it and and do the braids which i loved and then uh, i'm east african i'm mary chan and my mom was raised in ethiopia and so the gold pieces in it are uh, a little nod to my personal culture um and those are little like ethiopian beads that we put in our braids um and then, you know, fun things like the belt came and had silver bullets. And I was like, can you spring paint them gold? And they're like, yeah, let's just go all the way in. So <laughs> you had to match. It. Yeah, you had to match. So it's it's like all of the uh, the goodness of the, the, the comic book half helmet gold. And, um, and the woman's never played Guardian. So honoring the fact that she's feminine and, and not covering that and, and having it varied and, and much more sleek than the cargo of the, the guardians before. Um, and then little, little fun notes like the, the, um, the gold in the hair and the braids and, um, and the makeup we played and did fun stuff with. So it felt, it felt very personal uh, to me and I, and I loved it. And again, some of the fans were like, Oh, it kind of has like a, like a guardian bumblebee vibe. And I was like, yeah, that was the point. There's, there's a little <laughs> That's really, really cool. Well, and there have been, you're the second guardian on the show. Uh, Kelly's brother, James, was the uh, original guardian. Um, so mm-hmm. I, uh, so we were curious, you know, what, what are the differences that you think are the, the differences between James's guardian and Kelly's guardian? I just think that she, you know, he, he was almost robotic, even in, in the voice that he did and in his movements and in his costume. It was like steel, silver steel. Oh, there's a picture of us both. Oh, <laughs> um, and, and I really wanted it to be. And actually, when we were designing the suit in L.A., they flew down his suit and we had it on a mannequin. Um, and so some of, like a lot of the shoulder stuff is the same, but it's just so much streamlined down. I also had the benefit of knowing all the issues with his suit from his stunt double. So I was able to <laughs> a lot of the logistical issues. Like as you can see, so many things that I want a good cat eye. But it was really like I knew sight lines were a problem with doing stunts. And so I was able to integrate a lot of the things that made his suit really complicated in terms of, of, of doing stunts. I avoided them with my own. And I had like, you know, Kyler and Nicole give me tips on, you know, being able to eat lunch and use a bathroom. <laughs> and so I, I like to think that my suit was the most functional because I learned from everyone else's mistakes and integrated all the like, you know, the small things you would never think about in, into it. Thanks to them. Oh, that's really smart. I also like to think like within the show, like Kelly got the shield and the helmet and decided to just jazz it up. <laughs> you know, Kelly, this, have you, you guys have seen the episode, right? Yes. So 
the scene with Brainy and and Kelly is very much almost. I, I just wrote it identical to, to Jesse and I. Like he, when I found out I was guardian, he I asked him and he was like, I was waiting for this moment. He had literally color swatches that he had already put in a folder uh, ready for me um, because he's such a big comic book fan. And <laughs> I forwarded it all to our wardrobe girl, and she was like, Did you do this? And I was like, No, Jess, Jesse has been planning this for months of his life. For this <laughs> he had a mood board for you already. <laughs> he was like, This is our conversation. I was like, Yeah. So he jazzed yeah. it up himself. He was amazing. Like, yeah. 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 He's like, he these are what the helmet can work. Here's like Captain America that sent sample images and yeah. That's awesome. It's very helpful to have Jesse around because he does know his stuff. Uh, that's very cool. Yeah, it does seem like Kelly's uh, eyes are a little, the the helmet has the, the isolates are a little different and uh, maybe a little easier to see in. Um, so that's cool that uh, that you all took the opportunity to, to make improvements on the suit. Um, and uh, one of the things that's been really interesting about Kelly in season six is that she's taken on a new job. She's now a social worker and she has bonded with uh, the, some of the people in National City in the Heights and uh, specifically with little Joey and little Esme who are really cute. Um, so what, what do you like about that aspect of Kelly as, as her time as a social worker and, and her, her feelings of responsibility to those people? It's, it's stories that we wanted to tell and it felt most uh, organic and natural to tell it through these, these guest stars and use Kelly as, as a, as a light to highlight issues. I would have felt really inauthentic to all of a sudden focus on, a struggle that Kelly was having when we hadn't really done that in years. So it was a beautiful way to, to, to tell stories that we felt needed to be told through some brilliant actors and, and many of them very little, um, very cute actors that I loved working with, which you think working with children would be hard, but those kids were amazing, are amazing. Um, and, you know, when, when you're hearing stories you sometimes open your heart, but when they're in the form of like uh, Aiden and Mila who, who play the two young kids, it's impossible to not hear them speak and not have your heart open up. And so they felt like the perfect uh, vessels uh, for Kelly to kind of focus her goodwill towards and, and um, for the audience, which as I've seen online, people really fall in love with them like I did. So this next question is going to be kind of uh, akin to that, but it, I guess it needs a little setup. Uh, so I don't know if you uh, are aware of some of, uh, it seems like you know about uh, Mal Duncan's Guardian history, but uh, Guardian the Comics uh, has a little team of uh, kids who help him called the Newsboy Legion. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware, uh, but uh, they're kind of they're kind of like a ragtag group of kids who he sort of adopts, and uh, they're they're uh, kind of street kids, and he he help they help him out with all of his missions, and they're sort of like his confidential informants on the street. Um, and so we we at Supergirl Radio have uh, formed a, a very big attachment to the Newsboy Legion. We love the Newsboy Legion, and uh, we have been wanting to see if uh, maybe Kelly uh, with maybe some of these kids in the Heights could develop a relationship and form a news gal legion. Uh, do you think that's maybe something that's possible? I love that. I don't think that they thought of that, but, I think that's really cool. but, um, but the, the kids do, uh, I guess there's a version of that. Um, their storyline continues. Oh, this is so cool. I love that I can see all the imagery. I like that they, they have membership cards, I think is really important. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's so good. And member numbers, like number 49. It's very official. Yeah. It's an official organization. <laughs> I think this is a spinoff I didn't realize I needed. 
<laughs> I feel like Kelly is a very organized person and would actually give everybody a number, you know, just keep, keep, um, keep track of it. I feel like Kelly's big into unionizing and ID cards. Yes, this totally feels like up <laughs> Um If I'm honest, I don't think it was intentional, but these, these kids do play uh, a big part. Uh, and they're, they're not just guest stars, they're recurs. So they, they will continue to exist and they are a big part of Kelly's uh, story. So I guess there's a version of that. That's very cool. Kelly's uh, origin on as Guardian on the show is actually very comic booky. It's uh, very. It's on. You you mentioned Mal Duncan, but it also has some uh, Jim Harper in there, who was the uh, original uh, Guardian uh, back when Guardian was created. And I think there's a little bit of Jake Jordan in there. Jake Jordan had a lot to do with like uh, the the newspapers in his city. So you as Kelly have uh, ties to Catco and uh, the worldwide media there. So I think you have a little bit of uh, Jake Jordan in there as well. Yeah, and there's there's some of that inspo in his in his costume as well with mine. If, I mean, you can kind of tell, but yeah, the, the helmet, that image that you just actually pulled up was one of the ones on the board to try to match uh, our helmet. And actually, what I just realized is he also has a good cat eye too. He yeah, realized he does. That you needed, yep, you needed um, your peripheral and your side. You know, you don't realize these things until you're fighting, but that you actually <laughs> someone coming up behind you. But I, I do feel like the shield and the helmet is 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 a pretty accurate version of of ours as much as you can. Yeah, I think y'all did a pretty good job of uh, being faithful to the comics, and uh, I, I think the News Gal Legion is just right behind. I feel like uh, that's, that's a <laughs> oh, good totally. mission. We're we're just going to assume that the News Gal Legion is is going to be out there, and then it's gonna it's me and the kids. Yeah, out, out <laughs> in the streets. Kelly's laminating those cards as we speak. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so you also wrote this episode. Uh, You're a co-writer on this episode. So what was that process like, uh, especially as an actor on the show? How how did that uh, go with those double duties? It was great. Um, Initially, I had, I think, like three or four episodes off so that I could earlier in the the first. It's weird now because the seasons are split up so much. Um, but there was a chunk of the first half that I wasn't in and it was, I was in the writer's room. So I did a month in the writer's room from 10 to five every single day. And we broke episodes nine, 10 and 12. So the whole arc together. Uh, and then as you know, with the episode episode, essentially that, that I co-wrote is a different perspective of the episode before. So we worked with, um, the, writers of 11 to see what they were doing and then do our version of it. It was amazing. And, and being the writer's room was really great. And then breaking off and being able to write the episode was really incredible. Uh, I am an actor. So a lot of it was me recording voice notes into my phone and then transcribing it later, imagining the scenario and imagining, you know, the best part is that I've, I've now been on the show for a number of years. So I had a pretty good idea of what I thought, you know, Kyler, Kyler or Alex or Mel or Supergirl or what people, how they would respond. And so I tried to, um, you know, I was like in my apartment in Vancouver alone having arguments with myself into my voice note and then I would transcribe it into a scene and then do passes and, and then talk to them and see what felt uh, accurate and fair. But I, I loved it. And um, I, I joined the room at the end of the year and then I went back to Vancouver to start filming and when we were doing passes, it was winter. So there was something really lovely about like being at home when it was raining and, and deep diving and, and it was emotional. Like I definitely probably cried more writing some of these scenes than when I acted in them um, because it felt so personal to me and my experience. And um, it was the most, I think this is the most that I come through as Kelly and 
Um, and that's in the power of having the opportunity to, to co-write the episode and, and have such a big, it gave me so much responsibility. I got to be a part of every aspect from casting to wardrobe to set design to location scouting with Ramsey. I mean, I really, it, it was like my, this episode's my baby, I feel like. So I don't know how you go back to just acting after something like this. All these nuggets in the episode and, you know, the Ethiopian restaurant I come out of has my mom's name on it. And um, she just wanted to have her own restaurant. And then the Ormfeld building uh, is named after Jackie Orms, who's one of the first black comic book writers. And so there are these little fun nuggets I'm going to share on social, but I try to put a lot of thoughtfulness into, into the details of this episode. So I hope people love the little eggs and, um, and, and appreciate the episode. Uh, we always appreciate Easter eggs. Uh, so thank That's you for awesome. putting that extra effort into into the scripts, into the show. We have a game called Snap Judgments, named after Snapper Car. And uh, it's just a really quick game. We'll play a little video intro that will explain the rules, and then we'll get back and uh, we'll uh, play the game. In the game of Snap Judgments, each person is presented with two options, but must only choose one. First instincts are recommended, and explanations are unnecessary. Okay, your first snap judgment is if you had to work one of Kelly Olson's jobs, which would you prefer to do? Uh, be a social worker or use Obsidian North Tech to help people with their trauma? Honestly, I want to work at Obsidian Tech because that's the <laughs> set ever. If I was a better person, I would say be a social worker because those are the real superheroes. But every time I walked, I was devastated when they tore down that set. I, it was the most sci-fi cool sleek uh environment ever i i would i would work at obsidian in a heartbeat even knowing what i know now i would <laughs> it's a very fancy set you did have to log a lot of it tickets though yeah i loved it yeah. i loved brain loved all of it yeah i i think i would uh i would maybe do the obsidian tech too they they did have some vr uh mind control issues though that they had to deal with so but i but i, I think the tech part would be cool i'm gonna also go with that because i feel like they probably have like free bagel fridays and <laughs> oh you know that 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 uh, kitchen was stacked that place was so <laughs> yeah okay um our last snap judgment is if you could take one piece of the guardian suit home with you would you rather take the helmet or the shield? The shield. Just because the helmet was like, you know, by the end, you're like this. It, it's not It's not the most comfortable thing. Um, I love that shield. It, it felt like um, second skin to me in the end. Like when we had fight scenes, if I didn't have, sometimes you don't have the shield because the idea is that it's going to, uh, they're going to CGI it opening later. And I always felt so naked without it. It felt, and especially because I did a lot of fight training Again, because we had so much time knowing I was going to be Guardian, um, I did a lot of time with our stunt team at their facilities, and most of my stunt training was with my shield. So any kind of action stuff uh, without it feels bare, uh, and it feels like another limb. So I, I love that shield so much. I sometimes will just go back to my caster, and I'll forget I have it with me, and I'll come get it. But <laughs> that shield is a part of me. Where the helmet, I was always very aware when it was it was on. And the minute we would cut, I would be, like, ripping it off uh, like a sound chamber in there you know <laughs> yeah the shield is so cool i would totally take the shield yeah, yeah. i think the shield's a no-brainer <laughs> right? helmet's cool but like where would you really you know you can use the shield for all kinds of things i think exactly yeah 
It's yeah. a shield for all seasons, really. Is the thing. <laughs> if you're feeling shy and you want a private moment, you know, like if you're out, I don't know. I feel like the shield might be the new purse for, for women. Nice. I like it. I like it. Somebody's uh, annoying talking to you at a party, just right in front. You're done. <laughs> no judgments on your snap judgments. All right. Well, Ozzy, I think uh, we're out of time, but thank you so much for hanging out with us and uh, playing playing our silly snap judgment game. Uh, so thank you for what you do and for representing Kelly Olson and Guardian so well. And uh, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. Thanks for supporting the show. Well, that is going to do it for our time with Ozzy. We'd like to thank Ozzy Testify and her team for giving us a few minutes of her time to talk about Kelly Olson and Guardian and the Newsboy News Gal Legion. And as a reminder, Blind Spots, the episode she uh, wrote and also is is has a big feature on Kelly Olson becoming Guardian. This is Guardian's debut. So Blind Spots uh, is airing Tuesday, September 21st at 9, 8 central on The CW. But until next time, I'm still Rebecca Johnson. And I'm still Morgan Glennon, and we look forward to seeing more from National City's Guardian Angel. I think the CW are just trying to win the time slot war with Supergirl Radio. Supergirl Radio is going live every night of the week. How do you like it? Is being, becoming a human burrito a plus or a minus? I don't know. It does seem snug. I mean, they say you are what you eat. Oh, oh no. <laughs> So I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena Luther Boardroom or Ballroom. Because really? She looks like a boss in this coat. Is Nasty Luther like a different Luther? It's not just Lena being mean? No. <laughs> Helen Slater here. It's so fun to know that you're hosting a podcast called Supergirl Radio. Supergirl Radio.